Section 7 of Birds, Volume 2, Number 3, September 1897. Recorded for LibriVox.org by AMB Suite 13. The Cuckoo. Our first introduction to the cuckoo was by means of the apparition which issued hourly from a little German clock, such as are frequently found in country inns. This particular clock had but one dial hand and the exact time of day could not be determined by it until the appearance of the cuckoo who in a squeaking voice seemed to announce that it was just one hour later or earlier as the case might be than at his last appearance we were puzzled and remember fancying that a sundial in clear weather would be far more satisfactory as a timepiece cuckoo the image repeated and then retired until the hour hand should summon him once more to very few people not students of birds is the cuckoo really known its events in voice is often recognized but being a solitary wanderer even ornithologists have yet to learn much of its life history in their habits the american and european cuckoos are so similar that whatever of poetry and sentiment has been written of them is applicable alike to either a delightful account of the species may be found in dixon's bird life a book of refreshing and original observation the cuckoo is found in the verdant woods in the coppice and even on the lonely moors he flits from one scented tree to another and utters his notes in company with the wild song of the ring ousel and the harsh calls of the groves and plover though his notes are monotonous still no one gives them this appellation no this little wanderer is held too dear by us all as the harbinger of spring for aught but praise to be bestowed on his mellow notes which though full and soft are powerful and may on a calm morning before the everyday hum of human toil begins be heard a mile away over wood field and lake toward the summer solstice his notes are on the wane and when he gives them forth we often hear him utter them as if laboring under great difficulty and resembling the syllables coo 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 on one occasion dixon says he heard a cuckoo calling in treble notes coo 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 inexpressionally soft and beautiful notably the latter one he at first supposed an echo was the cause of these strange notes the bird being then a half a mile away but he satisfied himself that this was not the case as the bird came and alighted on a noble oak a few yards from him and repeated the notes the cuckoo utters his notes as he flies but only as a rule when a few yards from the place on which he intends alighting the opinion is held by some observers that nature has not intended the cuckoo to build a nest but influences it to lay its eggs in the nests of other birds and entrusts its young to the care of those species best adapted to bring them to maturity but the american species does build a nest and rears its young though audubon gives it a bad character saying it robs smaller birds of their eggs it does not deserve the censor it has received however and it is useful in many ways its hatred of the worm is intense destroying many more than it can eat so thoroughly does it do its work that orchards which three years ago were almost leafless the trunks even being covered by slippery webbing are again yielding a good crop in september and october the cuckoo is silent and suddenly disappears 
he seldom sees the lovely tints of autumn and never hears the wintry storm wind's voice for impelled by a resisted impulse he wings his way afar over mountain stream and sea to a land where northern blasts are not felt and where a summer sun is shining in a cloudless sky End of section seven this recording is in the public domain